I was told to report to Bonzo Madrid, and this is the science fiction rating system. <laughs> Good That's one, his name, Bonzo, Bonzo Madrid. Fucking Bonzo, <laughs> oh, that little bastard. Oh. This is the science fiction rating system, uh, the podcast that aims to rate every science fiction film from one to infinity. My name is Sam Draper, and I am joined, as ever, by Chris Redding. Hello, second names. Yeah, oh yeah. We're official now, like we're more professional. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, that legitimises the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and Alex Humphrey. Hello. How is everybody? Got a good uh, a, a science beer this time. Not science fiction, what is it? but science. It's Atom oh, right, Brewery. Okay. Yeah, Bunsen, brown ale. And they, uh, they're science-focused brewery from Hull... They believe through combining passions for science and love of making beer, they can create beers we love to brew and enjoy time and again. So, uh, yeah, scientific beer. Is it right up my street? It's nice. They do a weird, um, oh, God, it's like a, I think it's Darjeeling tea one or some weird tea one that's actually very nice. But this brown ale is very nice. 5% Atom Brewery. Check them out. Good one. Please sponsor us. I'm drinking a uh, Jester Imperial Mild by Torside Brewing. Ooh. It's an 11% Imperial Mild, part of their Monster series. You get monsters <laughs> in science fiction, don't you? Yeah, um, it's, it's 10 so, years. So, yeah, Torside, you can get in touch as well because I bloody love their beer. So, uh, <laughs> Chris, are you drinking Chris? anything of note? Yeah, I'm drinking San Miguel by the Carlsberg Consortium. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more likely to sponsor us as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brewed in Northampton. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Caught, caught that big brewery money. <laughs> bottled, bottled, bottled in Northampton. I don't think that's the same thing. Oh, brewed and bottled mm. in EU. It's bottled well, in the EU, guys. We shouldn't be drinking anyway because it was Teen Week and teens Young, yeah. don't drink, don't do drugs, kids. Stay in school because yeah. school's the best. Um, we watched three teen sci-fi films. Young adult, I would say, is the this Young adult. Modern, modern term, yeah. So, as you're watching these films, it occurred to me that these weren't around when we were kids, were they? Like, the idea of a teen film. So you had kids' films, didn't you? But, like, then when yeah. you were sort of a teenager, you just watched, like, Terminator and Robocop and stuff, didn't you? You didn't watch things specific, specifically for teenagers, did you? There was a couple of films where there were, the, the, the protagonists were teens. yeah. Name one. Like that um, Iron Eagle one. and um, Weird Eagle. Science. Yeah, Weird, weird Science. Weird Science, they're teenagers. Yeah. Bill, uh, Bill uh, and Ted. Bill and Ted. That's, uh, I suppose. Uh, oh. They're older, but they're playing teens. I mean, you know. Yeah. The difference is then that they are, like, actually good films. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas everything I've seen so far related to this subgenre okay. isn't very good. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. So our three films were uh, Ender's Game, The Hunger Games, and Divergent. Um, we're going to start with uh, a showstopper, maybe. The Hunger Games, yeah. probably the biggest of all these teen sci-fi films, if you don't yep. count the um, Twilight, because that's horror, isn't it, really? Is it horror? Yeah. What is that? Romance? Yes. Yeah, yeah. horror. Teen horror. Not, not, not sci-fi. Angst. Yeah. 
So, um, if I remember correctly from last week, Alex, you've seen this before. I've seen all of you've the seen all of Games them. films. And Chris, yeah. this is your first time? Hunger Games, yeah, I've never seen any of them. No. So, Chris, hot take, what did you think? Uh, I liked the world. I liked the, the story. The, um, I liked the decadence of the, um, you know, the world that they live. The capital, it's a bit, Pan Am. It's a bit, un, in, it's a bit unbelievable, like mm-hmm. how these uh, factions are. Um, what the, what that they kind of let the totalitarian rule over them like that? Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense, really. I think with all of these three films, there's you have to accept that they, they always refer to a like a past war, which is kind of cleared the slate yeah. and then you have to accept yeah. like this new political system which they've and set up and just... they're all like very conveniently vague wars aren't they where yeah. Yeah. if you stop and think about them they don't really no you can't work out how they got to the state they're at really so if they're if that town just digs coal but they're actually quite advanced yeah. as a yeah. yeah i was i was wondering because there's like a high-speed train that goes between like the villagey people and the City, like mm, why is that? Yeah. Why has that even been built? But it's to get the coal well, when, back as the, well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's quite cool. I mean, I can imagine, I can kind of imagine how things would develop. I kind of thought it took an hour before they even like got into the games area. Yeah, and it is. It is about an hour, an hour and ten. No, I wrote before, it down. I was like, Ugh. again, that's like um, a common problem across all three of these films as well, isn't it? That like most of all of these films are yeah. just a lot of mm. training. A lot the training, lot. they're long. They're all like, long. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I thought Hunger Games was awful. Um, I found it really boring. I thought there's a really strange sort of unfinished feel to it for me. There were a lot of a lot of scenes that weren't scored at all. Um, mm. Like a lot of the film wasn't scored, and it made sense a bit in like when she gets into forest and starts doing the actual games. But a lot of the earlier stuff as well, there was no score, and it just felt very. Obviously, that's fine in some films. This just felt hollow and kind of like it, TV. you know, wasn't actually finished. Or TV, yeah, it, it felt quite yeah. cheap. Um, and I just, I don't know, I, I just was really, really boring. I was so bored. I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't really think the story was much cup. I didn't really get this, you know, the idea of the Hunger Games, and I just wanted to watch Battle Royale. Really, mm. that was sort of my takeaway <laughs> from it. To watch Running Man. Oh, the Running Man, yeah, another great film. Yeah, that's the one. Um, but oh well. Um, so, Alex, so you, um, you're more of a fan as you watch all of them. I well, guess. yeah, yeah. I think I think it. it defend the, it. it. Yeah, the influences of this film are very obvious. You know, Running Man, Battle Royale. There's this really good short story called The Lottery by Shirley Jackson, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. which everyone should read because it's fucking amazing. But the influences are very obvious. And I can see why it winds people up that it seems so derivative. It's so, you know, what it's saying has kind of been said before. I get that. Yeah, But... I do think there's more to it. And I mean, I guess because I've seen all of them, I know where kind of where the plot goes. But I think what it does well is this kind of I, the kind of the comment on mass media and kind of celebrity 
and you know the kind of reality yeah, TV stuff. stuff. Cool. Like, yeah, I like all that, and I think it's really clever how you almost when during the games you forget that they're constantly being watched, and they'll just cut away to like the games makers and stuff. It, it kind of jars you, and you know I hate fucking Peter Millar. I fucking hate him. I think he's such an awful character. And watching Who's it sorry? this time. Peter, the Peter, the the blonde. Oh, the, the, the one, boy. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that character. I'm watching it this time. I really couldn't tell whether he's completely manipulating the whole situation and just playing everyone, you know, to get the fans to kind of win it through the romance, or if he just is, I don't know, just really weak, or I don't know. But I like it. I think it's got good stuff to say. Um, if it is a bit derivative in, you know, how it says it, I guess. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you're not buying it's that. Kind of basic. Well, there's no like, other than the commentary on like commercial TV and reality TV. I mean, but that's been done millions of times. So. It's yeah, like well trodden, yeah. well trodden ground. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I, I'll say in its defence, I didn't. It's the best of these three films for me. I think. Yeah. Um, mm. That's not saying much because it wasn't as. Like Divergent, when we get to that, that felt very much not for me. Like that was clearly oh, a teen like film. film. Uh, like Ender's film. Game, it, odd, and we'll get to that. Just odd in a lot of weird ways. But this at least felt like a more uh, inclusive, like a, a blockbuster that's for everyone in a way. You know, yeah. not yeah. so much an obviously teen film. Yeah, which is a good thing, I suppose. There's adult, there's adult characters good. in there that you can kind of like, like Woody Harrelson. Is, I think he's really good. I think Elizabeth Banks is really good as the kind of weird presenter woman. Yeah. To be fair, I think all the adult cast are good. And, like, uh, the main... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is all right, isn't she? I think the acting's not yeah. bad. They, they play it well. I just... It, it just had this real sort of... Like, you're watching it before they'd, like, cut it properly. Did either of you get that? Like, the they cutaways sort of feel were very it, strange. Uh, the, the, I, no, the editing was very... And, uh, yeah, and paced strange. very strangely. Yeah. It got really knocked for all the jerky camera work. That's what mainly people hated about it. Um, right, okay. But he, but yeah. he, Gary, I, I read Gary Ross defended it because he wanted it to be like real and kind of visceral and just feel like you're kind of in but it. But it got really slagged for that. Yeah, basically. but that's the same. That's like the Chris, Christopher Nolan films, the Batman films, isn't it? The same thing yeah. of like, you know, just shake a camera around and then there's that famous scene in Dark Knight Rises, you can see them all just missing the punches, can't you? Because they'd stop shaking the camera long <laughs> enough. Yeah, it's yeah, just an excuse for not choreographing a fight properly, is it? Like, it's just know, an era yeah. of filmmaking. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, poor. I don't know. It yeah, it looked yeah. As I say, it's just, just to make there's no. Really cheap. I don't think the stakes were because if they were going to kill each other, I just don't think it was really sold. Like the characters weren't there to do that. I mean, it's in the training. Fair, what you, I I don't know about Close you, on. but I'd be taking people out in the training. But when it does start off, there is that scene where they're like, that's sort of like gangs in New York for kids oh, bit, yeah. isn't there? Where there's a bit of like slicing yeah. up, um, which, you know, obviously is not that gory because it's for kids, but mm. at least they do have some deaths. You know, yeah, but no, I agree with you, Chris. They kind of shorthand, they're just like, oh, look, Districts 1 and 2, they're train killers, they're evil. Oh, look, there's that yeah. like, tiny little black girl. Well, she's obviously a goodie because she's so small. Is that they, yeah. If they develop the characters, you may have felt more threat as to like oh she's going to be and like they even when they all go even when they all gang together and have like little alliances yeah um, they're all like there's none of them like 
are sleeping with one eye open or not sleeping or that's very strange. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You'd think they would be able to get, able to get s- her out of that tree. Yeah. yeah, that was that was weird. And again, like that that felt like again to come back to it, very TV movie, and like the scale wasn't right, and it was all a bit sort of they're running around a park, you know, with a couple of handheld cameras. <laughs> it, it all felt a bit small in that sense of, mm. you know, like it's meant to be a huge big donor running around, and I don't know, they find her really quickly, and she's just up one tree, and mm. it was always a bit samey, and I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I find it hard to like get too angry about it because it was just nothing really. Like it's like not. I it seems like like, like you know look. that they already you knew they were going to make more films, and it's kind of like you're only been given an episode. But yeah, it's not yeah. Made. As I a think that is an issue with it. I do think that's an issue with it, and that's, I think that's why I probably like it more watching it again because I knew where it's going there's loads of so, kind of references in that that kind of things reference as they go on they pay I, off later you know, on yeah kind yeah. of yeah are the later films better would you say it's just um, there's a bigger plot to it more like the, it, it develops into you know what you're saying taking down the establishment it develops into rebellion from that like small yeah. seed so you get more yeah. kind of development. And I and I think the second film deals with them as the kind of victors and this kind of like this life of a celebrity and it's really hollow and they're kind of right. like they just literally they're rich and it's all great and they're just really unhappy and I found that quite interesting. And then it, it kinda of, yeah, goes into this kind of rebellion plot line. Um I yeah. suppose like that is the benefit of like a post Harry Potter um, book adaptation world where because you've got a built-in audience you can afford to take your time can't yeah. you do that mm. and I suppose if you've read the books that is yeah. quite rewarding to have that play out properly like that yeah um, I did um, I did read a quite a funny thing that um, one of the tie-ins for this film was a, a cover girl make- makeup range based on the makeup of the capital uh, so you can look like those <laughs> psychopathic fucking rich wankers like totally missing the point of why like of who they were. Oh yeah, yeah. You can look just like those crazy rich old wankers. <laughs> that was yeah. a good Wonder look. As, as I think Chris said, you said it was a good look to it. That kind of um, mm. it was an interesting take, wasn't it, on sort of decadence yeah, and that was, kind of like very kind of French cool. Revolution sort of look. Yeah, yeah. But again, kind of yeah. un- unbelievable in the e- economics of it all. You wouldn't have a beard like that. Just the economics of the place. I don't really believe it's just. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to see some. Well, um, you wanted to see some tax returns or some financial statements on how yes. they were supporting that facial hair. <laughs> that's that's the third film, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want some trade disputes, like in yeah, Phantom the Hunger Menace. Games, Phantom Menace. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm happy. Okay, so I've got nothing more to say. Have you got anything more to say? I've got more than the two. So, let's... okay, no, my only my only other fun, interesting fact. Was that the uh, you know the bit with the riot uh, after Rue dies? You know in the riot oh, in yes, the district yeah. where predominant yeah, District Eleven. Yeah. That was filmed by the second unit director, who was in fact uh, Steven Soderbergh, for some reason. Oh my god, it's a bit weird. Why is he doing that? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing working well, on that, but obviously had some spare time. Because he would have been a bigger director. Before Hunger Games, wouldn't he? Then to do yeah, second we've done work. all the ocean films surely by that <laughs> yeah. point and traffic. That's really won a strange. fucking Oscar. What's he doing arsing yeah. around on? Maybe he was Hunger intrigued Games. about yeah. the team, the team format. 
Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Bit odd, I, though, I, I like the Stormtrooper type characters. The, they're quite cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they? Yeah, they're like costume the police, design. The security. They're, they're cool. I don't they're even cool. remember. They're like a THX type uh, oh, right. security. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, um, let's rate it. Um, I'll go first for a change. Uh, I'm going to say... Um, this is tough. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... 25 above space balls below Flash Gordon. Um, Alex, I would say 20, 22 below surrogates above Edge of Tomorrow. And Chris, I'd say 23 yeah. below Edge of Tomorrow. Um, I just thought Edge of Tomorrow had more going on. Obviously, mm, did I'll take that? So yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're in that same thing. <laughs> yeah. We always end up in this little trough, don't we? Yeah. This trough of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Look at the, the shrug of the shoulders. That is, isn't it? The, the, yeah. the shrug, the shrug list. <laughs> um, yeah, we need something like truly bad or truly good to sort of break out of that. But I think we've got. We've probably got one of those coming up, I hope, anyway. <laughs> Let's have a look. Uh, so what year was that? 2012, was it? Who knows? I feel like uh, I need a sort of adrenaline or something after watching 2012. That <laughs> so like... was the same, yeah. It was so boring, wasn't it? Um, I think that one and uh, Safe to Not Guaranteed, those are two films I find the hardest to get through, to be honest. Oh. In the sense okay. of, like... That's interesting. I was just... This I just, was on the I same just... boredom level as um, Scammer Safe to Not Guaranteed. For me. No, see, Sky, Sky Darker was bad, but I was I wasn't wanted to watch it at the end because it was so mm. weirdly bad. Whereas this and Safe's Not Guaranteed, I was just so it's so obvious what's going to happen, isn't it? You can see the plot, and I was just sort yeah. of like, I just, I you know, I could there's so much more I could be doing with the next two hours rather than watching the rest of this stupid film. We should have but, done. Uh, we should have done Starship Troopers as a teen movie. That would have. You know what I mean? Should have done that in with the. Well, yeah. it's funny to compare these films. Well, maybe the next one to these two Starship Troopers because it does like yeah. yeah shows you how brilliant that is. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. But again, that's not a teen movie, is it? No, it's no. got teens in it, but it's not a teen movie. Mm. It's, a, no, it's a, not like these are. I don't know. I know, think. I think. I think the next one is very similar to Starship Troopers in many no, ways. No, but not in the sense that no, but not in the, like the way it comes from a teen book. Starship Troopers came from a proper book, and it's. Mm. Um, these ones are all like not a hard eighteen rating. They're all like, very soft on the violence, mm. and they're all. But the themes are the the themes are similar. Oh, there's, there's a, yeah, there's definitely an overriding theme there. Yeah. Anyway, let's get on to it. So let's have a quick break, and we'll uh, get to this uh, next film, Ender's Game. We're back, part two, and we're trying to get more energy going because that was a real sort of slow start to the show. <laughs> but, you know, all the best narratives have a slow start build up to a crescendo, don't they? So let's get real. Let's have a fight. Probably lost let's, all our uh, listeners now anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
No, they fell asleep. They were watching, so now we're going to wake them up. Watching young adult films. <laughs> Maybe when you uh, put this together, just put a little disclaimer right at the beginning. Just say the first one, energy was down. Don't turn off. <laughs> keep yeah. keep on. Keep with it. Well, no, we're, we're, energy's coming back up now because I think we've, yeah. got, we've got a disagreement in the room now because mm. we're going to deal with uh, Ender's Game from the novel by Orson Scott Card, directed and written by Gavin Hood, I believe. Um, So, Alex, you can start this time. Well, I saw this at the cinema. You had, hadn't you? Yeah, I saw this at the cinema, and I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was just well done. Why did you see it at the cinema? Why? I just (laughs) fancied it. Weird. Very strange. (laughs) Why is it not going to the cinema? Yeah, I just fancied it. It was what was on. Go to the cinema to go and see. Sorry. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> anyway um, yeah, I saw it cinema, liked it, uh, and I'm watching it again. I really liked it again. My to, to my problem with it is the ending. I don't like the ending. I think it has this. I think the ending, as in the reveal that the battle is real and that he's murdered an entire you know Spoiling population it. of. Yeah, well, they know they're spoilers. Oh, no. He's killed yeah, everyone. That is brilliant. I think that is amazing. And then I didn't like the kind of tagged on, oh, but there's a, this hey, this queen is alive, and oh, now I've got to go off and repopulate that. I would rather it had ended with him realising he's killed all those people and going mental, and maybe just ending there. Um, he should have shot I just himself think, in the face. That's, that's a good yeah, one, isn't it? Yeah, I think, there's just, I think it's... I really like... He commits suicide... Yeah, that well, I would like that. That would have been a good ending for me. I, f- I like all the psychological stuff. I like all the kind of like the military stuff. I like the kind of this idea of what it, how you make a messiah, how you make a hero, how you make a leader. You know, being crafted all the way to this to this point where he's gonna win this war. I find that really interesting. And maybe I just need to read the book. Maybe the book would be better because I haven't. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a really good film. Okay. Um... Chris, you, you, how do you what do you think of it? Had you seen it before? Yeah, I'd seen it before. Um, yeah, it's good. I like it. It's you know, it's not, it's not the you know, it's not the best of this form of this style of film. But and mm-hmm. you know, but it had a bit of Harrison Ford in it before they came back in Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I like all the strategy stuff and all the video game stuff. That's all very cool. Again, the training stuff, I get very tired of that quite quickly you know yeah. you know, like all the zero g shooting competitive shit. stuff with the kids i'm just like i don't care who wins out of these kids the way they keep going back to it over again yeah um like that room's not that cool to show it about 12 times that it is anti-gravity room they paid a lot for it probably yeah yeah they're damn well gonna use it um yeah i like i like the ending thought it was good Right, yeah, I thought I was up there. I liked it. Uh, the, okay, the, so, the space battle stuff was quite good. It wasn't. Yeah, there yeah. was no sassy talk. That's the thing. Yeah, with oh, these, yeah you hate with these, you hate the these, sass talk. You know what? With these teen movies, even though they're all yeah. teens, there's no sass talk like there is in uh, an adult Michael Bay film or in a in a Marvel film. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, there's a bit in Divergent, yeah. but no, I agree. That is a good thing about. Especially Ender's game, there isn't that level of yeah. You're right. Sass. Well, the, be- the best sass talk is when he says about the dragon uh, dragon team, and Harrison Ford's like, "Yeah, we we just add the uniforms." 
Oh, yeah, that's a good line. That's the best line in the film, though. Yeah. Actually, maybe you're only <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. mouth in America after you've started drinking at 21. Yeah, yeah maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, on the positives, I can agree. I, I think the, the the effects are good. I like the look of it, the, the fights, the little bits of space combat you see. Lovely look. Um, I, um, As I mentioned before, I read like half the book years ago and got bored and left it. Um, but I did like the concept of it, and I was really looking forward to this. But... I think this film is dreadful, <laughs> like truly dreadful. <laughs> um, it's, uh, well, I've got a lot of problems with it. I mean, the, the core of it really is that I don't think any character in this film is in any way likeable. I can't root for anyone. What? I can't enjoy the performance anyone because they're all either manipulating somebody else or like borderline psychopathic, i.e. But that's interesting Ender. though. Don't, but isn't that that's interesting? Real. I, that's real. Not, no, but I don't think it is because this whole idea. I agree with you, Alex. I love the idea of, of the idea of the crafting a messiah, you know, and like crafting a mm. military genius and making a Napoleon, as they say from early on. But they don't follow it through at all in any way. Like when he said, Harrison Ford says he can't be friends, he can't know anyone, he's got to be above them, he's got to be separate from them, and then he got goes and be friends of people and stuff like this, you know. And they, and the way mm. they play that out is like the way that like when he gets into fights stuff or the bullies come after him, he surprises them and he's like more sort of a bit weirdly psychotic the way he deals with people and it's like his drive yeah. to, to win but that's not come from his isolation because he's not actually been isolated that's just come from the fact that he just seems to be like clearly unhinged you know mm. he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a master yeah. strategist but he's like I, I just I don't I just don't buy it that, th- that that's the brain that you want as a messiah you know okay he's got he's really good at moving his hands around this stupid strategy thing which again I could <laughs> not stand I thought it's the most you're making a battle seem so boring. Just a bunch of kids talking to each other and moving their hands. It's like watching have you seen Time Commanders on BBC four with uh, Greg a Wallace? Bit, a bit of strategy game. Yeah, no, I like playing a strategy game. I don't like watching somebody else play one. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so what would you would you have rather he was flying a ship though? hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because but then, he, then you're back in fucking Phantom Menace and you're Jake Lloyd going, I just spin around. Like, that's no, you're just, not. That's you, bullshit. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. Because uh, what's, take Battlestar Galactica, which has like proper um, space battles with a bit of strategy involved and it's not boring. And you could still have him be a, a, in the strategic bit, but by having drones, you take out all the people in the ships kind of thing. Well, like, you just have, like, 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 have like a bridge simulator, couldn't you? Like, it was. He's doing more stuff. I don't know. Yeah, like it's just, I, I just could not get into that final battle at all. And also, it's the, that twist that, like, you know, obviously it's it's such an obvious twist that it's not, you know, he's actually really killing them because why would you show the entire battle in the training simulator? And it's just, I don't know, like, on every level, it just annoyed me so much. Um, uh, ben Kingsley's annoying. I give you that. I forgot to say, I find him really annoying in this. He's super annoying. Also, the idea that he's like meant to be dead, they ruined that in the trailer, didn't they? The trailer, he's got yeah. Ben Kingsley all through it. Yeah. Um, I think all the marketing had him in it as well, so that was stupid. Yeah. I also think it's strange that it appears that Harrison Ford yeah, and... We, we uh, knew he was in it, but Viola... we didn't know that he was the guy, though, did we? From yeah, the, of course he did, because he's the only person that, that doesn't show up. Because that's what I was going to say. Harrison Ford and Viola Davis appear to be the only staff on the entire... <laughs> Like training ship. Well, yeah, that is a bit. You see a lot of like empty rooms with loads of seats in them, and just those two. (laughs) Every time they go anywhere, it's just those two. Oh, and and that one uh, guy that's in charge, that big guy. Yeah, to to be fair, he was really good. I thought that guy, the uh, like commander guy. I think he was really 
good performance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I won't hog it too much longer. But I'll just say that, like, I was like, kind of like thinking this is terrible, and then when Bonzo Madrid turned up, it just took a turn <laughs> for the absolutely <laughs> hilariously awful. This, like, yeah. If you've not seen the film. Basically, Ender gets promoted into the second sort of squad where he's under the command Salamander. of this, this tiny little man called, well, child called Bonzo <laughs> Madrid, who is like, it's like um, you've gone to watch a kid's performance of The Godfather or something, and he's like yeah. trying to act like a grown up, and it's just, he's just so <laughs> awful. Yeah. And I, I must, I, the, the funniest scene for me is there's a, he goes to try and beat up Ender in the showers, and Ender, being the absolute nut job he is, um, basically like makes, this Bonzo brain dead. And that was yeah. the biggest, biggest laugh I had in the whole film, to be honest. It yeah. was just ridiculous. Because then the way Harrison falls, just like, oh yeah, it'd be all right. And it's like, no, he fucking won't be all right. You've just killed him blatantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just, and he, in fact, he's the most sassy of the lot. And, uh, you know, the idea he's shy, but oh, he, he, he can get back at them. And they get that kind of thing of like, oh, you know, you can be a bright kid and you can still fight the bullies. But he just he was just on an insufferable cock like I could not stand no, Ender on any level I liked him is it are the lines Jake like that Lloyd from the film or not for the role you know Are what sorry Jake Lloyd was, was into consideration for the role was he <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense what do you say Alex are the lines is it are the lines in the like all the kind of good lines all the good kind of militaristic stuff is that from the book pretty much or did you not get that I can't from? remember to be honest I can't remember I just remembered like a lot of that training stuff in the book and just being bored mm. by it um okay. yeah so all the kids basically can't act as well they're awful actors <laughs> um I think get... you didn't like it because they are actually children in this rather than teenagers and you hate children I do hate children, but I like Harrison Ford, and even he couldn't save this for me. <laughs> it wasn't enough. Harrison I mean, Ford couldn't count. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm completely like missing out the, the stupid conceit that that children are the best way to go and beat a planet. Which, by uh, the way, no, is, that, there's is, actually basis in that. There's scientific basis in that. Is there? Yes, because I, well, I saw a thing about this because teenagers. When teenagers take more risks, so they will make quicker decisions on things because mm-hmm. they don't have the ability to go, oh, I'm a bit worried about that, or oh, maybe that will happen. So they will make a, a risk, or they'll make a judgment on a risk quicker than an they adult. They also will. make mistakes. So, yes, they make mistakes, but they needed someone to do what he does, which is fucking let thousands of people die just to blow up the planet. Yeah, but hang which on. Is what he does. But, but what. Do- yeah, but what does he actually? What's his great plan? Is just fire the big gun at the planet and blow the planet up. <laughs> you know well, that is not the most. The rest of the fleet to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's like, the thing it, where he spins got... them round the, the the gun. That's pretty cool. Well, no, but no, they've got a gun, right? They know they've got a gun that can blow up a planet. And so what I do is I think, okay, we're going to work out a way to get our gun close enough to blow up the planet. <laughs> yeah, because that was his, not... his plan. Wasn't blow up? Was he? <laughs> That wasn't his plan no, in the first place. No, no, no. It's not. The, oh, no, it's God, not. The, it's... No, you put it that way. It's not the hardest plan, is it? They probably. I think Harrison Ford could have come up with that one. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> They've got very good like, I still like it. and stuff, haven't they? As well, like the but, the drone. Very good. What the way they look, they look at, they can see the enemy in the battlefield is very good. It's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the look of it's nice. I do like the look of it. I love the look of the the training ship. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, the story is just absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Mm, and uh, no. you know the computer game he, he plays that um, 
where he's like he's a little mouse and he yeah. unbeknownst to him the aliens are talking to him through the computer game <laughs> I mean yeah. like what is going on I loved on all that that's but, great but, I love all that. that that computer game looks looks worse than stuff on the PS4 now and that's the future <laughs> <laughs> so that's a problem but well, also yeah, okay. like, you know they're trying to make it like a they're trying the whole thing's ca- like couched in the language of video games and yet he's like playing this game with a touch screen so this, this incredibly interactive game where you can jump out of the rules and jump in a giant's eye just with these two little thumbs and <laughs> it just it doesn't oh it doesn't hold up at all I, oh god it really really upset no, me <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make a is lot it because you're looking forward to it yeah it is yeah that's exactly what it is yeah I was looking forward to it oh sorry but, um, <laughs> I mean, I'd, I, what I'd love to see is a, like a, a, a supercut of all the moves of Ender doing like his weird sort of uh, like flash dance maneuver of his like moving his hands around because yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> hilarious, absolutely hilarious. But he's like doing a big. Oh, I wish you could see me on the camera here. I've been to the, his hands forward, his hands back, and he's like, "Yes, <laughs> I'm commanding fleets with my hands. I'm playing a connect." So it looked like it was. Oh my god. Dreadful. So, um, anyway, you two both, like, quite... No, you're both okay, aren't you? No, I'm... Um, it's... Yeah. Middling um, to you. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I don't, I don't think it's... I mean, I'm not putting it top of the fucking table, but I think it's better than Hunger Games. I think it's better than precisely one film on this list. And that's oh, kind of it's dark, not the... No I think this belongs way. at number 31. No, no, no way. No fucking way. No. It's I'm better acted. It's one. better. It's better. It's better special effects. It's better acted. It's a better story. It's more original. No way. No. It doesn't make. Didn't make me anywhere near as mad as Prometheus. It's not as bad as Armageddon. Come on now. Come on. Armageddon was terrible, but at least Armageddon. No, you're right. Actually, Armageddon was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. worse than right, Armageddon. So... Oh, and it's okay, worse than Universal then. Soldier. It's worse than Universal yeah. Soldier. Without a doubt. Yeah. No. I had no. so much more fun watching Universal Soldier. It was terrible, but this was just... Is it worse than Safety Not Guaranteed? Yeah, I think it is, because there's a, there's a, oh. there's a real core to this film that I think is, like you said, there's a really good idea going on here, and the idea of like a Napoleon in space is a good idea, but like it doesn't need to be a kid, he doesn't need to be such a, a twat about it, he doesn't need to have a load of awful friends, he doesn't need to have Harrison Ford and nobody else. It just it just didn't work for me at all. What are you saying, Chris? Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because a lot of the problems that we've got with it are the core story, and that you know it was a book before. I don't know if it's just what yeah. conveyed right in the film, or I don't, I don't know. But anyway, I think the book's got the same problems. Yes, I think, so I think it's quite a faithful, so, yeah, yeah. Um, faithful right. story. Anyway, and I think it's. Um, I think it's probably about 25, something like that, I'd say. So that's a book I'm happy at... below Inner Space. Yeah. <sighs> Alex, well, what I'm happy you put at... on that list? If... Um, I put it, what's, what was Hunger Games now? Where did that come in? 23. Uh, 23. So I put it 22. Below Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah. Above Edge of Tomorrow, you mean? No. Oh, sorry, Above Edge of Tomorrow, yes, yeah. So you didn't like it that much, then? I thought you were going to like say like top ten or something. Where you? Oh no 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 no! no, no it's not. Don't. No no no. No. No, it's just not the worst film on this list. I don't think it's. I don't I think it's anywhere near the top table. On all of these. 
Yeah. <laughs> especially the thing is, especially because I think the next film is a lot worse than both of these two films. So that's why my outrage that end this game would be so much lower. I disagree. I disagree. Oh. I think the next the next film is an awful film, no doubt. But it, I don't know. There's just something about this film. <laughs> it might be because, like, um, I don't like you know about Orson Scott Card's like problems and he's homophobic with yeah. arts and stuff like that. And I know. And as much as I try not to think about that in the back of my head, because do you know the bad guys in this? They, they're called the Boogers. That's like their. <laughs> Their nickname for them? Yeah, but, but they're not <laughs> called a, it in the film. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but they like, weren't called it in the film. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, think even yeah, without that, it's what, a terrible film. Well, no, they, I mean, the people, when they made, I read about that, when they made the film, they didn't know anything about his views. They said, please, can you, I mean, the film flopped. It's financially a massive yeah, yeah, flop. Yeah. And the fact is, they said, please just evaluate the film on its own merits. They, they, they pretty much gave him a credit, even though he was nothing to do with it. I mean, he didn't, you know, he wasn't really anything to do with the film at all. Yeah. So, you know. I know, I know. Um, all right, well, we've got a better set on the space. Um, so, what are we thinking, 29? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, above Universal you know Soldier. I, can, I, can, I couldn't be bothered with this one. I don't care. You've got to get more invested in the list, Chris. The amount of films you're saying, not bothered yeah. about. <laughs> no, this, this one is like, it's like, I am invested in the list, but I mean... Can we say um, at least below, above Universal Soldier and below Safe's Not Guaranteed? Yeah. Well, if there has to be, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. do that. Below Spaceballs. Oh, I'll, I'll meet you halfway, Alex. We'll go below below Spaceballs, above Safe's Not Guaranteed. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ooh, fucking hell! But when we do the um, what was the you know the review panel where Chris is going to bring Independence Day back? That, yep. that might be the film I bring back and get it straight to the bottom. <laughs> the more oh comprehensive God. sort of. Uh... What, so what we can do? We can do like a. We'll do like a trading system. Like I can get one further up in, you know. <laughs> it's like a. We'll do like a stock exchange. The 50th anniversary swap. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be okay. like a, a, like a calibration, a recalibration, that happens. <laughs> okay, so Ender's Game joins the list at number 27. Um, that leaves us with one more film. You've heard about it already because everyone wants to gripe about it and it's coming soon. <laughs> That's Divergent after the break. <laughs> One more teen film, and we can put this whole sorry saga behind ourselves. Um, the it'll be a long time till teen comes back in. The, Young the, adult. I mean, the problem is there's so many of these bloody films. At some point, we have to do them again, aren't we? Because there's just tons of them. Yeah, yeah. there's lots but, of um, the, uh, the Hunger Games. There's about five, isn't there? Four or five. Yeah, we don't have to do all of them. Um, so, as I mentioned last time, 
the reason we did this was because the fourth part of Divergent was coming out. And I mentioned on the last podcast, <laughs> it was instead a TV movie. And I've since read that has also been cancelled. Oh my god! And there is now they're now basically not making it. Um, video. So, They've done a pop video instead. There's two more of these. There's two more, and they split the third book into two, thinking I'll make some more money out of it. But the third one flopped so badly, they're not making the fourth one at all. Um, and having seen this first one, I can understand why, because this film yes. was awful. Um, so I- I'll start this time. Um, yeah, I'll just say it was terrible. Um, the idea of the different factions is done slightly differently to Hunger Games, and the idea they're kind Barely. of. Barely, but they're all a bit happier, aren't they? Apart from the ones who aren't in no category. So you get put into your little category of, like, you're kind or you're intelligent or you're, you know, a fighter or whatever. Um, and that... I was I was all right with that. That was a bit I thought was like uh, the, you know, the space one, the uh, Starship Troopers. Because yes. at the beginning of that, all the teens choose where in the armed forces they want to go. Yeah. Or yeah. are selected. Yeah. And and then they go it was off. Also, and then they're known as like infantry, or they're known as intelligence, or you know, yeah, perhaps. yeah. It was also that's like the sorting hat in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, th- this film uh, it was a lot like Harry Potter. I thought. Yes. Yeah. So we've got uh, the, the sorting idea... hat shit. Well, yeah, because yeah, you've got it's like sorting blood, edgy. Yeah. Um, mm. So the, when this film lost me was Dauntless, who obviously that's the. Uh, the faction that Triss, our hero, joins because they're the kind of the fighting guys. They are so edgy and cool that they come oh. to the sorting by jumping off a moving train. They like to <laughs> Some run fucking doing everywhere. parkour. Oh, yes, man. they run all over the place. Uh, they jump. They, they, when they arrive back home, they have to jump over a big gap. They yell. They yell. They have piercings and. They do extreme sports. They don't seem yeah. to have any older members. No, they don't, do they, at all? Like, what's going on there? They're like just... Mackay Pfeiffer, that's the only one. And he's not it's allowed like, off that balcony That would be the, the team that all the teens want to join because yeah. they're teenagers, by definition. They want to just run around yeah. and, like, skateboard and parkour and shit. Not but all teenagers. We're black. Yeah, I'm just saying, but, you know, that sort of... <laughs> yeah, no, but if you, to your point, though, the, all the teenagers who do want to do that are the sort of teenagers that I think are complete pricks. Yes, yeah. I agree. Like it's everyone at yeah. college as as she joined who it, you hated. Yes. As soon as she joined that yes. group and she was being left behind and then she found out they were all idiots, I was going, this is terrible. She's I know, and she loves it. She's like going smiling at yeah. them. And their base it's, was no. like a prison. It's the prats yeah. who like buy snowboards and like, you know, get but their base was and... like a prison with like the, you know, the Oh, it's so edgy. It's so edgy though, mm. isn't it? You know, we live in a concrete falling down wreck. We're all on the edge. I was hoping was that she'd awful. like try out all the other... Because I wanted to see what the like intelligentsian one was. That know. would have been a way more interesting film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she if she'd had to like go into them. each one. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was saying earlier on how Hunger Games felt more like a film to me and Divergent I couldn't connect, and that was because, well, for one, the music, the Junkie XL soundtrack, which was completely oh, awful. Yes. Um, but that, but yeah, it's that thing of how. Um, because clearly they are they are banking on the fact that their audience would all want to be in Dauntless, wouldn't they? That's what's going on there. She's yeah. smiling, laughing, and going, "Oh, Dauntless is so fucking cool!" Because everyone watching <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, I want to get a tattoo and pierce my ear and wear black clothes and you know listen to Lincoln Park." Like, "Yeah, I'm edgy," <laughs> and oh my god, I'm so edgy. I'm going to go. And, I'm going to roll with this roof. Which group would you be in? Which team? Uh. 
I'd probably be in... Uh, Do Kate, you want me to read them out? Kate Winslet's group, probably. Yeah, read them out, Alex. What, what we got? It's Abnegation is the selfless, which is what she starts in. Yeah, they're, uh, they're Amit- I can't see the point of yeah. them. No, they're... no, they're fucking awful. Uh, Amity is the peaceful, which are the ones you never see, which work the hippies that so work on the farm. They're like the ones which it's like it's like the Shire. Do you know yeah, why yeah. is their farm outside that big wall? Why do they build the wall yeah, where a little the bit further live. out? <laughs> that used to happen, <laughs> yeah. that used to happen in the medieval times, though, didn't it? Like the castle, and then the farmland was outside of the castle. That, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, but fast. it was, but, but that wasn't what was going on there, was it? Because it wasn't like no. they'd not got a, a, a problem with like expansive things, and they couldn't build a big wall. They got this stupid no. wall, didn't they? I don't know. And they don't even explain what was out there. Anyway, Candor is the honest ones, which were the law. They were like the, the, the judges. See, I guess. you'd think that yeah. they'd be the political leaders, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, Dauntless is the dickheads, and then Erudite were the intellectuals. The yeah, evil I'd be intellectuals I'd with their, with their the brains. Erudite. Yeah, the I'd, I'd be erudite. What would you be, Chris? What would you be? Erudite, Alex. Yeah, they, they they were the best. They're the ones you want to join. They seem the best. They got a much nicer house. Into the they? age where I might want to just be like in the Shire and just <laughs> yes, <laughs> being a dirty hippie out in the in the woods <laughs> picking crops. Not really hippie. It's just you know just picking apples and having you know. Yeah, why not? It's and then well, you also got the. Um, what were the ones called? No, they're called the factionalists, weren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah as, as explained <laughs> when um, when the Dauntless go on their like first mission yeah. and they all stop and he goes, "What's that over there?" And he goes, "Oh, <laughs> it's um, it's the it's the factionalists doing nothing." Like that was his like big oh, all right. It kind of yeah. shows a lot do. about like American like values and economics, doesn't it? Like in the sense of. You know, if all them people who have like quite a mixed, broad um, skills base and they can't go into one, but then they end up all homeless, if they just organise themselves, they'd be the best faction out of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole society. But no, they're we... all there like digging in bins and like, you know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't make any sense at all because they should have the same, they've got the same technology as everyone else. It's just. Uh... But it, the whole society is, is less advanced than us because we are multifaceted human beings, which can be selfless, peaceful, honest, brave and intellectual at the same time. So we're, in fact, more advanced now than they are then. It makes no sense as a structure. Everyone is fucking divergent. Surely everyone is. How are they not? How is every, anyone not divergent? Well, they do say there is a there is a theory like because some people think like visually, some people think. Yeah, but it wasn't even you know, that, was it? It, was it wasn't just a creative kind of... sect, was there? But no, they don't they don't no. play up at all in that sense of like they don't act any different, do they? They all they all act the same. Yeah. Really. Yeah. All the different sects. They do different jobs, yeah. they act the same. But also, what didn't make sense is that the 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 order that's coming in, Kate wins its faction of like totalitarian rule, that mm. government is what would create this segregation. Yeah. Mm. If you the, the way it's, the film starts with the Whatever they're called in charge, Trissy's faction. S- selfless, yeah. Yeah, with them in charge, that system wouldn't develop, would it? No. You know, they're doing, no. they're doing it back to front. Kate well, Winslet, yes. They'd give all the power out to the other people. They'd, they'd yeah. spread it around a bit. No, yeah. no, no, they just wouldn't, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't spit it off like that because they'd, yeah, they'd realise we're all diverging, let's do it. So and why. It makes. Go on. No, I was just going to say, why are the Dauntless people okay with having the majority of them turned into mindless zombies? 
Like, literally three of them were like, ah, look, they're all zombies. And they're like, aren't they all yeah, like your get family? That, Most people are born into that. So that's probably like their kids and stuff being turned into brainless zombies controlled by the intelligent people. Why were I, they I okay with the plan? Like and also, if they're the most violent, competitive, and the ones with all the weapons, surely they'd yeah. be in charge. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, even, yeah, even more <laughs> obvious, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, what would make sense is if it starts with a Rudai in charge and Dawn's overthrow them, wouldn't it? That's what would make sense. Yeah. 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 Or vice versa. Or, um, or like well, Chris said, it was based on... about it. <laughs> See, yeah, I, but... I, I thought I'd miss something, though, with, about that, like, why they're siding with a Rudai. Like, what, what were their motives in doing that? Because they didn't explore that at all, really, did they? Why... No. Even why Kate Winslet was doing it, really. But, but especially, as you say, why Dauntless were happy with them just going zombie and getting killed and stuff like that. It was a bit... I think it'd be more believable if it was like maybe they didn't say how many generations in the future this is from now. Mm-hmm. No, but if it was like so far in the future, because they said that ninety-five percent of people end up in the same group as their family. They start, right? yeah. So just by definition, that would mean that you would have diverging, like almost species, in the sense yeah. as they would think differently. And I think if it was like quite far in the future, like a few hundred generations or something, it would be really interesting to see like a real like um, behavioural difference. Yeah, where they actually act differently. Yes. As if they are actually yeah. different alien yeah. races. Def- or they def- def- physically yeah. look different. Like the intelligent people yes. looked yeah, yeah, different yeah. But physically that strong the case. people. Yeah. But, it, but yeah, even, that even would their be tiny way more attempt to differentiate them, they undermine it all by saying, well, if you're not happy with the choice we give you, you can go where you like anyway, don't they? Because... yeah. Like the tiny bit of the conceit makes even less sense when you say that it's completely down to individual where you go. Because mm. who's to stop? I could be an erudite, but I really like well, the idea of jumping thing, off a train. All the teenagers would want to be in the in the yeah yeah. But how many of those aren't that? They're really like erudite or farmers or whatever. Yeah, oh, but I thought the, I thought the test was ridiculous. I, the decision she made on that test—if that's the test you take—I didn't actually see like any other way of doing that test. Yeah, so the tests actually, this brings to another problem with the film, is obviously the, the, the tests of the uh, Dauntless are two categories. First of all, the physical tests, we get more boring training montages, uh, uh, Jai Courtney being all like, oh, I'm tough, la la la. And then you get onto the mental side of it, which is these fear tests oh, God, that yeah. go on and on and on and uh, sort of climax with um, Triss going into the fear dreams of her mentor. The idea being that she needs to act more like a you know a non-divergent. Why didn't they go into her dreams and work out the solutions to the problems? Yeah, that we're going to face. Yeah, wouldn't that make yeah. more sense than going into yeah. his dreams? Yeah, no, totally. And no, and I is meant, that man I the meant... worst actor of all time. <laughs> He's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I mean the test at the very beginning that she does to to work out what um, faction she is. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand that because right, you so you you're in a room with a load of mirrors and there's a dog and you've got a knife and a bit of meat, right? Yeah. So what are you supposed to either give the dog the meat or stab the dog? Was that the choice? I guess. But then there were loads of her, weren't there? Well, I think she was getting a mix between, you know. The, the intelligent ones and the violent, yeah. And in the end, but then she, she lets the dog the the brave one. Yeah, because the dog just attacked her, didn't yeah. it? But it's because it happened so quickly. Who else? I wouldn't have worked out how to pick up the bit of meat or whatever. 
It was just really, yeah. that bit was all really weird. It was trying to be really like, oh, look, it's all psychological. Like, oh, it's so symbolic. And it just. I think her group as, shit, a, really. as a thing is not very strong. The other ones are quite strong. You know, you've got like the farmers, you've got the fighters, and you've got the 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 intelligent ones. I think her group as a group is not very believable as a. Action. Yeah, well, I think the idea the idea there is that that like they, I think the idea anyway probably you know, might not be is that they they divorced um, like rule from all those other traits because it's too dangerous. So I think the idea is they are yeah. passive and kind of just interruling because you can't risk anyone else being in charge is the kind of thing they're going for, yeah. isn't it? But but that doesn't make mm. any sense. No, no. But yeah, like you we, said, we, yeah, we they would have yeah. they would have changed the rules anyway because yeah. they were already harboring majority of the divergence within that group. Yeah. Also, so. why is the uh, dauntless tattooist working part time as a test maker? On the, uh, <laughs> the... Surely that's I a like full time job, yeah. isn't it? You know. <laughs> yeah. No, I really tattooist. like Maggie. Q. Uh, yeah. No, I really like that um, Maggie Q. I think she's great, and she was completely wasted in that film. She was. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Miles Teller was awful. Fucking hell. Who was that one? The 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 annoying the dickhead guy in Dauntless that kept teasing her all the time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had yeah. a real problem as well with like a lot of those boys looked very similar, and like the yeah. one who hung himself then appeared a scene <laughs> later, and I was like, oh, hang on, I've been there's been two of those, in the group. <laughs> and I, I thought they were the same person all the way through until that bit there. But yeah, was, you're uh, ageist. You couldn't tell teenagers apart. <laughs> no, it's, it's cast is very like second tier, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean the lead is the lead is terrible. Tier. Like. Her acting basically consisted of looking a bit shocked at things and then a bit more serious about things, didn't it? She was awful, that main actress. <laughs> I don't know what, what else but... she's been in. No, I shouldn't think too much. It's oh, just... She was in Snowden, yeah. It was like I was like trapped at an extreme sports festival and like the film kept trying to hand me a Red Bull and yeah. say, no, go on the slope, you'll love it. Yeah. I'm going, no, I want to get go a to tattoo, the you'll love it. I want to go to the library. Yeah, I want to go, I, don't, I want to go anywhere, <laughs> literally anywhere but here, you awful, awful people. Drinking cider and, and snowboarding and wearing dreadlocks. Yeah. Oh, God. No, it, 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 was really, it did about three times better than Ender's Game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can believe that because it's... You know, it is that divergent of all these three is so clearly a film for teenagers. The soundtrack and the, the, you know, the the, the dauntless thing and all that sort of stuff. It's very. It knows who it's going for, doesn't it? I yeah. Think. Well, it was the the rights were bought to the book were bought after the Twilight films were successful, and then it was put in production yeah. after Hunger Games, and then they gave yeah. it like more money when Hunger Games was doing like really was doing well I think they put a bit more money into it so they knew what they were. it was just a it's a literally a manipulative film it's made as a product to sell yeah, yeah. to those people oh yeah completely you've got to wonder where that money went haven't you really it didn't look very expensive did it and an no. agent oh yeah the locations uh, were pretty um, restrictive weren't they <laughs> I mean the, well, they played Capture the Flag and I liked how he went uh, this game's a bit like Capture the Flag no, it's you're literally playing capture the flag. Yeah, what are we yeah. capturing? It's not, this flag. It's not, it's not a bit like it. You're just playing capture the flag. What do we capture? This well, flag here. What also? <laughs> the flag. Well, it's a bit like it. <laughs> there's a bit where Miles Teller has like a phone that obviously has like the internet on it because he says about yeah. like, oh look, they've caught another. And it, but then they never have that technology ever again. And also, yeah. there's one car in the whole film 
Kate Winslet has the only car that's in the whole of the world, it seems to be as well. Isn't it an Audi as well? Was that this film? Oh, no, that was Ender Games, wasn't it? Ender Games had the. Uh, the oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Audi. Did, Audi did, yeah, yeah. No, but she just has this one car that she seems to drive the around car. in. The technology, the kind of science fiction elements of it were just shit, basically. There wasn't really. Much. I think a problem it shares with Hunger Games is that the sense of space I didn't get at all. Like, you know, where are these things in relation to no. each other? How does she just walk out of Dauntless and go to Rudite and get into the main <laughs> floor of a Rudite yeah. and talk to her brother? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's a mother just hiding out around the back of this area, <laughs> these, these stacks of hay or whatever? Yeah, it is like yeah. it's been written by just you can imagine the sort of people just going, Oh, yeah, what'd be good is it's like, no, yeah, by consensus no. in sort of a hit all the boxes. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the mum's got to die. Yeah. yeah, well, the screenplay was by Evan uh, Doherty, who wrote Snow White and the Huntsman and the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. So, good track record. It's not great. starting to make sense. Not great. Uh, <laughs> Kate Winslet, though, can't do any bad in my box. She's good. I, she, she was, was dialing it best, in, wasn't she, with what she got to work with there? Mm. Yeah, dialing it in, dialing it in heavy. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, it was. I fucking hated this film. I thought it was terrible. Yes, all around not happy. So um, let's start. Who are we not? St- Chris, um, where do you think you should go? Um, just getting up the list. Um, I reckon um, thirty-two. So, Boss Gandal, keep below, below Prometheus. Yes. Alex? That is exactly uh, where I would put it, because I just yeah. think it's just manipulative crap. And it's everything that's wrong with all these films, basically, is in this yeah. film. I can, get, I can get with that. I can get with that. It's like, good symbolically, in this game, I, didn't, I thought in some ways it would be more, but this is, you're right, this is like the creatively bankrupt bottom of the trough, isn't it, of, of this sort of yes. genre, isn't it? Yeah. Because this even the, Hunger Games, the references in Hunger Games are there and it's annoying. But with this, it's, it's, it's not even copying Battle Royale, it's copying fucking Hunger Games. So yeah. it's not even original enough to go for another source. It's Someone's gone to the works and they're scrabbling around the £3 bookshelf looking for another <laughs> teen book, aren't they, to adapt, basically. That's what this is. Yeah. Yes. Um, 100%. Yeah. I'd love to do one of these, like, games... Films though, like a but I do a proper like gory Running Man type one, real dark one. I'd like to see that. Yeah, but you've got the Running Man, you've got Battle Royale, you don't need it, do you? Yeah, but I do a London one. All oh, right, okay. You know what I mean, like hoodies v hipsters. <laughs> There's a, isn't there a film with hoodies? Um... Oh uh, yeah, think, attack the block. Attack the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite good. Yeah. Okay, so. We've added three more films. It's not been the most uh, high quality of weeks. Our highest new entry is Hunger Games at 23. And we've got Ender's Game at 27 and Divergent at 32. Blame those young adults. Yeah, so basically, ignore the teenagers. Um, <laughs> they're not worth our time. Let's just move on. Yeah. If you're a move teenager... Move on to what? Well, what indeed... So, um, pretty soon, in the cinemas, Michael Bay returns, our favourite Michael Bay from Armageddon, with the 687th entry into the Transformers <laughs> saga, hilariously starring um, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, God, and, is it? Yep, and there's like some medieval Transformers in it. It's Transformers, basically. So, uh, it's called The Last Night, and there's, it looks... It looks 
I mean, have you, have you seen the trailer for it? No. Have no. you seen it, Chris? Yeah, because it starts off really good because it shows like <laughs> Scotland or something, and it's yeah, got Anthony yeah. Hopkins. And I go, oh, this is good because I keep getting mixed. So I go, oh, this is going to be that uh, that uh, King Arthur one or something, yeah. you know. And um, and then a big transformer dragon flies <laughs> across yeah. the. It, it, it looks, uh, in a way, I'm more excited about this film than any of the Transformers films because it looks as though they ran out of ideas, and so they just thought, let's pick concepts out of a hat and just go mad. <laughs> it just looks terrible. But anyway, to celebrate the release of last night, we're going to have a, a giant robot week, or at least a robot week. I just week. got the title as well, Hell, yeah. last night. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's about... Uh, it's, it's, it's about, about what happened ways. last night. Last night. It's about the night before. It's it's like the Hangover. It's all That's done in it. flashback. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> slept with Optimus yeah. Prime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's woke up with all these these awful he's metal chafing marks all over him. Yeah. <laughs> they've got to find uh, Bumblebee wherever they left him in Vegas because yeah. he's yeah. getting married that day. Yeah. <laughs> My mate does the voice to Bumblebee. Really, oh, Ryan. His name is yeah. Oh wow! Well, he does a few of the Transformers in a few of the movies, like whenever one will pop up and they need a voice. He also does all the voices in the video games. He does all of the Transformers. Wow! And there's the space. We, it's we, like he's got. A can we get him to do? Gives him money. Oh yeah! Can you get him to do some like um, like things for the podcast, like in between? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be he, amazing. He would, yeah, we'll pay him in beer. We'll give him beer, please. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk off air about that. Okay. We'll talk off air. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so we're going to do three robot films. We're not going to say what they are. All I'm going to say is we aren't doing the greatest giant robot film, which is the Transformers movie from 1986, because one member of this podcast was <laughs> dead set against it. It wasn't me. Dare. Um, <laughs> dare to say and it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I, I dare. I've got the touch. You got the touch. The touch you the got touch the to... touch. I got the power. Oh, don't upset yourself. We're not watching it. <laughs> we will what? one day, though. What's that? The animated one? No. Yeah, the one, yeah. That, the one that you said we couldn't watch. No. <laughs> it's a well, anyway, it's a be- this is a film podcast. All right, carry on. Is <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wally not a film? Is Wally not a film, Chris? Oh, no, here we is, go. It is. <laughs> no, I don't start again. So anyway, um, <laughs> next time we'll be back with three robot films. Um, send us your emails. Let us know what you think. I'm actually checked the emails. I doubt we've got one. But if you want, got an email. That's my site transformers. Is... <laughs> That's my explosion. Oh, that was transformers. <laughs> Robots in disguise. The toys. What was the little? You know, they sort of like flip the um the logo. What was that bit of music there? Oh god, what was it? Ah, I know what you mean. Something like that, wasn't it? And they flip the logo over. This is where you need a little keyboard next to you whenever you're doing this, because then you can just just do a little thing. Yeah, maybe next week. Things. Oh man, Alex, we should start another podcast up called Transformers Animated Series Episode Rating System where we just watch all the Transformers 80s yeah. episodes again. You know, yeah. I do that like cartoons. So I'm in. I mean, I would, I, would, I would get involved if there was a separate podcast. Oh, right. Oh, but it's not good enough I, I for this enjoy, one. That's I do enjoy, I do enjoy, you know. Jesus Christ. Cartoons. <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing is, don't start. There'll be one week when Chris will just not be around. He'll be off with one of his Hollywood friends, and we're selecting just, the films. Yeah, it'll be cartoon week, and that that week we'll get Bumblebee in. in. He can watch the cartoons <laughs> with us. <laughs> all right, um, that's all for this week. We're back next week with a preview show. Um, until then, um, yeah, get to at SF Rating System on Twitter, at Science Fiction Rating System on Instagram. Uh, sciencefictionratingsystem.com email us at mail no at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com have we had any mail do all these things have we had any mail let's have a look we got a mail last Check time it. didn't we uh, we oh, have yeah, got we, we have got <laughs> we've got a mail for Cardo, uh, Cardo saying saying thanks for shopping with us <laughs> and here's a £10 voucher off your next shop great Th- thanks Ricardo That'll do beer. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for getting in touch, Chicago. Uh, if you've got anything <laughs> more relevant to, to say. Your, your comments on the films were, was a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll show, I, I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll read out. This is the, our sponsor. This is their £5 off your next Ocado shop. So, the voucher code is for all you at home. Whoever gets there first, you've got £5 off. V O U 0635084. That voucher code again. V O U 0. Uh, 6350084. Um, don't say if you live in America, you... you don't know what a cardo is. It's a nice supermarket, it delivers, but I doubt yeah. they deliver to America. So, and, and when you use that voucher, or get, any other country, get in touch and say you heard about it on Science Fiction Rain System and that they should really sponsor us. Yeah, yeah, they do a good steak, <laughs> right? Anyway, on that <laughs> uh, shopping bombshell, let's let's leave it for now. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. Ciao.